Product packaging is the leading cause of cross-contamination of bacteria and fungus. We at Interactive Inks are looking to put an end to that. Stay tuned. Welcome to Ink and Updates, your touchpoint for the flexographic industry. Stay informed about industry news and advertise your business or service to the community. All right, welcome back to Ink and Updates, the podcast brought to you by Interactive Inks and Coatings. I'm your host, Craig Tenerola. With me is, of course, Tom Brennan. What's happening? What's going on, guys? So today we're going to jump into some uh, new products from Interactive Inks and Coatings, some antimicrobial, antifungal coatings. But before we do that, if you haven't yet subscribed to our Ink and Updates newsletter, we do that every month. It is free to subscribe. If you haven't done that yet, a lot of great details in there, and it's free. It just shows up to your door. We print it out and send it on over, and it helps you keep up to date with everything that's going on in the industry. And we also like to put in a little bit of fun facts at the end. You're not going to get a whole lot of advertisements from us for, for those things uh, through the newsletter. Maybe a little harmless plug here and there, but for the most part, is, is strictly industry news and fun facts. So, for example, in this month's we got every minute the world builds 146 cubic yards of sandcastles. Huh? Yeah. Think about that for a second. <laughs> 146 yards of sandcastles every minute. That sounds like a lot of people who are on vacation. Right. Now, of Quite course, <laughs> well, that's our July Ink and Updates uh, newsletter that went out. So, of course, we try to keep the fun facts uh, a little bit relevant to the month that we're talking about, right? So, that's just one. Also, so, uh, does a bucket filled with sand and then flipped over count as a sand castle, or does it just count as a bucket of sand turned over? <laughs> well, you'll have, <laughs> you'll have to go into the... What are we talking about? You'll have, to go to, the, you'll have to go to the fast facts about travel near our Sundance vacation properties and the oh. HTTP SundanceVacationsBlog.com and figure that out. I don't know. (laughs) I find it interesting that it only cost $3.50 when Disney World opened its doors. All right, to get in the first time, we were talking about it earlier today that, uh, yeah, I I went for the first time, took my family there for the first time in March. I think it $50 just to park the car. So it wasn't $3.50? No, it was not $3.50 to get in. (laughs) That is a... uh, a very expensive vacation, but you know, kids love it. So, what color right. were the shirts that you were wearing? Let's see. One day we had a red shirt, <laughs> and then uh, my wife customized every day. Okay. Depending on the park that we were going but to, but everybody of wore the same. Everyone had well, no, they wore the same color. Different uh-huh. fun little quote on the shirt itself, oh. right? And of course, it was dependent on the park that we were going to. So, you were going to um, whatever the animal kingdom, uh-huh. right? Then you got animal themed, you know. So, I think I had the uh, I had Scar from Lion King. <laughs> Uh, All right. Anyway, this is uh, getting a little personal here. And then the other shirt said, I'm paying for this. Shoot me now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She actually wants to go back again next year. I'm like, you must be out of your mind. Nice. Nice. That's once in every five years, maybe. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Well, you drive and, you know, you can keep the cost down that way. All right. Let's talk about antimicrobial, antifungal coatings. First, let's talk about why they're important. Well, life is disgusting. I, I'm just I'm, I'm just reading this article right now about hotel rooms and about all the nasty places that germs like to hide, right? You have your telephone, you have your coffee maker, you have the sink, and then you have the ice bucket. What about the ice bucket? Everybody goes to a hotel room, they like to put things in the ice bucket, right? But according to this article here on uh, MSN, it says they contain an impressive amount of germs, particularly because they're often used for other things. 
things than collecting ice, like a place to vomit or urinate for drunk and sick hotel room guests. And all your maid does is just wipe, wipe. All she does the next day is wash it up in the sink and, and throw it back on the shelf. I mean, so germs are everywhere. So when you talk about packaging, these same drunk people are, or sick people are walking down the aisles. They're, they're opening up packages and doing weird things to them if you just pay attention in the news. And, and then you got to, just the cross-contamination from the guy who's printing the job to the guy who's packing the job to the guy who's, you know, filling the product at, at the customer. I mean, there's like 10 or 15 people who touch this product before it ever gets put into your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, imagine. That's why this is important. Yeah, that's why. Imagine you're sick. Let's always, this is picture the last time you were sick and you weren't feeling well. Or maybe your wife wasn't sick or your significant other. And they send you to the store. You're walking down the aisle. You're coughing. You've got a tickly throat. You're not feeling good. Your hands aren't clean. No. And you're touching every package looking every, for the right one. That's right. I mean, you know. Every, Picking it up, reading it, <laughs> sneezing on it, right. putting it back. Putting it back, right? So every package that you just touch, and that's just you, you know, has has whatever you brought home on that package now. So we've come up with a solution. Right. We are coming up with a solution here. So antimicrobial, antifungal coatings that eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and fungus for up to a year on the shelf. Well, it continues to kill. When you treat something at the, at the house, let's say you you clean the kitchen counter and you clean it with uh, just a off-the-shelf cleaning product, that surface is clean until you touch it again. Right. And then whatever you was on your hands is back on the surface and it's living there. It's breathing there. It's growing. It's growing. It's, mm. it's, it's festering. So how does this work? All right, so inside these coatings, there are nanoparticles that inhibit or they create ions and those ions inhibit metabolism and prevent reproduction which ultimately destroys the microbes little ion warriors right so as long as the coating is still on that package it is continually eliminating microbes on a regular basis the global market for antimicrobial coatings is projected to reach 3.8 billion by next year and that's because i think from just a functionality standpoint when you're transporting these products and these labels are printed, there's moisture in the air, depending on the time of year that it's printed. You create a environment that is perfect for the growth of mold and fungus. And these coatings prevent the growth of mold and fungus. So just from a functionality standpoint and creating labels that will last longer, it's an amazing product. Putting all the, putting all the other stuff aside that it kills the bacteria on your hands and in, on the store shelf, uh, it's, it has a functional product and it has a functional use. Just, just transportation. Just transportation of a, a finished product across the country in a, in a hot truck or overseas in a, a shipping container. A lot of these products, they come show up in the United States and they, and they are growing some kind of fungus on them and everything has to be treated. So it creates an environment in which uh, these microbes can no longer support themselves. When they can't support themselves, they can't live. And if they can't live, then there's no cross-contamination. So let's talk about some uh, the summary of the antimicrobial, antifungal activity and efficiency, some of the lab testing that we got done, because this is really, really where the rubber meets the road with this stuff. So we tested a OPHG1. If you're unfamiliar with that product, it's our standard paper varnish. We've been manufacturing it for 15 years. It's a great product. That yeah. was our control, meaning it had no product in it, antimicrobial, uh, antimicrobial, antifungal product, right? Then we also tested OPHG811, which is our off-the-shelf paper varnish with the antimicrobial, antifungal uh, efficiency in, built in. We also did a folding carton and we did a film product. So three different coatings, three different products, and then of course a control. We tested E. coli, 
Pseudomonas aeruginosa, which is a multi-drug resistant pathogen. Basically nasty stuff, and I hope I didn't butcher the name too bad. If I did say it wrong, feel free to tell me. Now, we put one layer of this coating down, which means we printed one time, so BCM volume, just one coat. I think we put it down with a uh, 4 BCM, actually. 4 BCM, okay, there you go. And then we sent it off to the lab to get tested. Percentage reduction of the control varnish, OPHG1, nothing in it. No reduction in pathogens uh, of either of the organisms. The paper, uh, the carton, and the film or pouch, both had a 99.9% reduction in both E. coli and the Pseudomonas aeruginosa. So that is a 99.9% of products that have been eliminated from the package, and that is for up to one year of protection. So you print in January, it's good till January of the following year. Now, the spread of cross-contamination of bacteria and fungus continues to rise at an alarming rate, greatly impacting quality of life on a global scale. So these type of products, I think have a huge future in, in product packaging. It's also important to keep in mind, so we have three products that are currently ready for sale today, but that does not mean that we can't develop new products for specific applications. That's what we do here at Interactive Inks and Coatings. And it doesn't mean that if you've had a product, a coating that you've bought from Interactive Inks and Coatings for years and years, and the functionality of it you like, but you also want to add the functionality of destroying antimicrobial and antifungal pathogens. We can add that feature to your coating. Right, so for customers who, you know, you've had the- uh, we'll just say our OP UV 142. It's a very popular product. You've been buying it for 15 years. You love it. You don't want to go through retesting. All you want to do is add this uh, this feature to that uh, so that you can go to your customers and, and add this to their package. Uh, we can do that for you. Anyway, so this is a Ink It Updates podcast. And sometimes we do cover news here every now and again, right? Is that part of what we do? Well, I think so. Uh, yeah. Right. So right. Your trusted news source in the flexographic uh, community. Right. So before we go from today, we do have a just a little bit of news, some new products out there. Uh, Tom, go ahead, explain it. Well, I mean, this goes back, it goes back to early last year when uh, talking about a uh, label that uh, had seeds impregnated into it so that when you threw your your plastic bottle into the forest, the uh, the label would start to sprout uh, trees or... Well, I think they're encouraging people to plant their labels. Oh yeah, right? right. Is that the whole idea? Yeah, they were right. It so I get a Coca-Cola, I also get some petunias. Right, right. I exactly. think that's the idea. Right, that was right. And, and you said it was complete nonsense. You, I well, all right, said, easy. Let's not throw me under the bus you, here. You, I said you, I'm not going to plant. You, you, I'm not personally going to go out and plant my packaging. That's <laughs> kind of more or less what right. I said. <laughs> all right, anyway. So anyway, so what I did find was this uh, company out in California called uh, Reduce uh, and Reuse and Grow. Basically designed a coffee cup uh, that is not only bio- biodegradable but has seeds in its walls. So that can be planted and grown. Uh, some of the some of the seeds include uh, trees and wildflowers. So after you get done uh, chugging down your morning caffeinated uh, beverage, you can throw it out the window and and uh, you know right. let it grow. So I don't have the article right in front of me, but I believe it, I did read through it. So right there, it does it. It does say that they're encouraging people to a either plant the coffee cup or b return the coffee cup so they can be planted by the company. Is that is that correct? That would be correct. All right. Yes. So here's what I like and here's what I think is kind of I like the shtick I like the innovation and I absolutely like the biodegradable part of it I do feel like you're you're kind of encouraging people more or less to feel comfortable with tossing that right out the window <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. like it's saying oh it's biodegradable no worries right onto the highway it goes right, right? so I, I don't know yeah. is it I guess part of me just thinks like it is great innovation it is it is cool and I love seeing that but I think it might be cr- 
creating bad habits potentially. Oh, oh so you're looking at it from that? From I'm that looking at it from that standpoint. Okay. You're encouraging. So basically, we're encouraging littering with this with this kind of. Well, product. obviously, they're not trying to do that. No, they're not no, trying no. to encourage no, littering. It's just human nature, right? But it's human nature, right? So I have this product, and I'm going to go, oh, it's biodegradable. No worries. Kind like a like banana peel, you, when, right, right off the window. When you're eating a banana, <laughs> right, or exactly, an apple in right. your car, exactly. And you say, "Oh, it'll be okay," and right. you throw it out. And I think there's not enough consumer knowledge out there about what's exactly biodegradable, what's partially made from plants, what's not. A lot of the packaging and labels and containers out there are only a percentage of material that's you know biodegradable or a percentage of material that is oh, made yeah. from plant-based material, we've right? Talk, we've talked about that. that so I is. think that it's it has the potential to create bad habits. That's all I'm saying. Look, we, we have talked about this. Label, labeling is confusing. It's uh, confusing from a, uh, a pre and a post-consumer uh, uh, product, uh, what can be biodegradable? Most things that say biodegradable are can only be put in a commercial landfill. You can't throw that in the backyard and just think that it's gonna. Absolutely. You know, you, know, you put that in the compost pile. Mama's not gonna be happy. Right. So let's talk about the other end of this, which I could see from their, man, you know, from manufacturing and um, uh, I guess marketing standpoint is, well, maybe they assume that people are going to throw it out the window, and they say, well, if you're gonna throw something out the window, you might throw as well throw cup. right, throw our cup out the window. <laughs> Because at minimum, it's biodegradable and a little value added there, you might plant a tree. It doesn't say anything about the plastic lid that goes on top of it, though. Well, right? That's like, uh, meh. meh. That's, that's next year's innovation. I got you. <laughs> that's like the paper straw. The paper straw, the right. right? Well, hey. Maybe they're, I mean, are they making paper tops for the coffee cups yet? Is that a thing yet? Nestable uh, coffee cup I'm sure. tops? I'm sure someone's paper? got it. I would imagine that's if it's not not on the to-do list, that someone's, <laughs> someone's doing something out there with it. Someone's figuring it out. <laughs> right. All right, well, that's all I have. All right, well, cool. Listen, if you if you stuck it out to the end, we greatly appreciate you listening to this podcast. Like, subscribe to our page. You can follow us. Uh, we're definitely on LinkedIn, but we have our Ink and Updates newsletter that goes out every month. It's free. Head to the website, www.interactiveinks.com. Subscribe to that. We'll send it to you. These podcasts we're going to try and put out as often as we can, keeping you up to date with new products, industry news uh, in the industry. And that's kind of what we do here. And as, as always, make it a great day.